there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we, gents? Good. Yeah, we're good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. You're looking well, Robbo. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Looking handsome. You're also looking well, Cam, and handsome. I had some criticism from listeners that I was too mean to you a few episodes back. So this is just... That wasn't a real compliment. This is fan service. Yeah. Nah, it's true though. You are looking good. Uh, I don't buy it anymore. Salty, you're looking good. Thanks, mate. I was wondering if I was going to just be left out. Well, but no, I wasn't doing it for the listeners. I was doing it to be genuine. Right. And so Cam obviously just focused on me. I was focusing on everyone. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? All right. What's on the agenda? Let's get back into it. We are. All right. You're about to say what's on the agenda? Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun thing to say. All right. What's on the agenda? What Folks, is on the agenda? We are going to be talking about some prophets. Cool. Nostradamus? No. We've we, done that one. We did Nostro. Not QAnon? Not QAnon, no. Prophets of Rage? No. Okay. What what prophets are we talking about? We're going to be talking about a Mother Shipton mm-hmm. and a Baba Yanga. Ah. Not like in the financial year kind of like prophets. No, salty. Baba Yanga or Baba Vanga? Baba, Baba Vanga. Vanga. I think you said Baba Yaga. I said Baba Yanga because you got me confused uh, before because you started to, you were talking about, oh, I wish we were doing Baba Yaga and uh, then you just watched Hellboy. Is that I a think, Hellboy thing? No, it's a Russian folklore thing. Okay. But um, she, she appears in the she's new in Hellboy, the Hellboy universe. Mm. Yeah. She's S- bloody spooky too. She's, she's not happy. No. Okay. Before we start talking about Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Which Salty has been trying to do by subtly dropping <laughs> Hellboy references in <laughs> through the entire pre-show chat. Pivot this into a Hellboy podcast. What is... What the are we Hellboy, starting with? The Hellboy Thetical Institute. <laughs> what are we starting with? Uh, let's start with Mother Shipton. What's Mother Shipton, Cam? Mm, real name, Ursula Suthale. Well, Ursula Shipton, I guess. Mm. She married some bloke called Shipton. Mm. And what's her deal? She was a prophet. Uh, she was born in a cave known as Mother Shipton's Cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, not before she was born mm. there. Fun fact, Magic Cave. Oh, Ooh. that's a good start to life. Firstly, like, if you hear, oh, they're born in a cave, you're like, no. Oh. Mm. And then you hear it's a magic cave. Oh. <laughs> it's a good turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has a petrifying well, which is uh, something, this is not the only cave that has this feature. Mm. There's a lot of stuff like that in the world. It's yeah. A funky thing. What is it? You can put anything out in it. Mm-hmm. Like a little, a little bike or a, a doll or whatever you like. Mm. Leave it out. The water drips on it in a few weeks. Only turn to stone. Oh, okay. So like there's enough minerals and minerals stuff. to turn things to stone in there. No, it's magic. <clears throat> I think you'll find. Because um, I saw a short like a one minute video. And there's all <laughs> sorts of like dolls heads and stuff yeah. hanging up. Yeah. I didn't read much about this one. I just watched that and then listened to the Who song, Bubba O'Reilly. Um, and I was like, why are these dolls here? That's pretty creepy. So at least Salty did the research of watching all of Hellboy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But you you listen to a three-minute song. Yeah. Oh, I think it's longer than three minutes, isn't it? It's famously long. Yeah. 
Anyway, I've got some. I do have other gear, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Anyway, yeah, it's the minerals. All right, thanks, mm. Robbo. And have you seen those? Like, can I just say to the listeners who called me out for being too mean to Robbo, this is what I've got to fucking put up with, eh? This is Robbo's stunned look over there. I've got to put up with this incredibly handsome bloke, just Roboing it up every time. Good, good info. Have you seen those? Like, just to try and underrail us. Yeah, those um, the similar places. I think maybe in Africa, where there's like water on the ground that's so like salty that animals like land in it and it's toxic and they die. And then their bodies also like crystallize and become all like solid, like rocks. There's all these like dead birds that look like statues and stuff. Oh, that's creepy. Not great, but kind of cool. Yeah. I saw a um, David Attenborough um, thing the other day. I can't remember which one it was, but it was similar things where birds are walking to the ocean flamingos and Mm -hmm. some of them don't make it because of the the salt content. Mm. Oh, it was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Anyway, I just like that. Most of the things I watched about this cave were like, nobody knows how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, if Robbo knows. If Robbo knows, I'm thinking it's out. No, I didn't know I had to get it explained by you guys. That's you, why I asked. You just said, I mean, oh, you didn't even know. You just guessed. Yeah. Once you said what a petrifying thing was. Like, oh, yeah. okay. It must be the, the minerals. minerals yeah. 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 I think it was actually me that said it was the minerals. It was salty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Salty. And I just assumed. Yeah. Anyway, born in a magic cave. Uh, not the best looking lady. By the body conventional attractiveness standards of the time, I suppose. Yeah, it's hard to know. Was this... The, she's the one that was, like, so ugly that her mum couldn't find a nanny for her? I think that might have been a thing. Yeah. She's also she apparently... find a nurse because the baby was so ugly. How can she be having kids in a cave but you can still afford a nanny? Well, a nurse. Like... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Someone to, you know... Yeah, right. Fair enough. A, probably a wet nurse. Maybe saving up. For a mortgage. Maybe. Mm. Look, I'm not going to get on board with these people in the 1600s or whatever. No, it was the 1400s. Mm. Well, 1500s maybe. She was born in 1488. Problematic. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently people are like, oh, she's not very good looking. I'm not going to get on board with this whole judging people. No. She was but, probably beautiful in her own way. Mm. They, apparently the Judy doll from Punch and Judy is based on her. Okay. So... So what? Not the best looking doll. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Cam. Uh, and then what happened? Uh, she just sort of hung around, made some predictions. Okay. She, so she, all of her predictions, if I'm correct, were made in rhyming couplets? Yeah, which mm. seems a little sus to me. Like, I think if you're predicting things, you can just write down something. Yeah. Maybe you know, she thought, I need to have a bloody USP. I'm going to rhyme mine. Yeah. <laughs> no? A USP? Unique selling point. Okay. <laughs> um. Your predictions don't have to rhyme, I don't think. But if you had like a whole bunch of predictions in front of you and you're like, I've got to pick one of these bloody profits. Yeah. Boring, boring, boring. Ah, little poems. Um, Would you not go with the poems? You'd go with the poems. Yeah. So her her predictions weren't first published until 80 years after her death. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I think things were added to them over the years. Yeah, there's a, there's a few fakies in there. Yeah. Because I think one of the big things about her predictions is that, like, they were all, this is going to happen in the village that I've been in. Like, they're all about the village. Right. Well, I guess the world was a, you know, you that's all you knew of the world. When you're born in a cave in the 1500s, yeah, you don't know the world. Mm. Mm. You don't know what's going on out there. She's not going to be predicting stuff going on oh, in America, and she'll be like, "What the fuck is in America?" Um, so I think she made she made a lot of like super hyper local predictions, mm. sort of foreseeing the rise of hyper local news, and then she made these two sort of long poems that cover other issues. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, they're about the end of the world, but neither of them actually are. Right. Also, there's not really a lot known about her, yeah. if, unless I just missed her story. But, like, I couldn't find... It all sort of said what we know about her was when her prophecies came out. Um, we know maybe her name, 
allegedly in her cot things would move and that she was ugly. Yeah. But, like, there's no, like, you know, villagers were scared of her. Yeah, or right. Her PR team weren't working overtime. No. Oh, well, yeah. Someone should have been taking notes, I guess. Mm. Someone could have been like, what if we could redirect the narrative from how ugly our client is? <laughs> so do we actually know that she was a real person or and this hasn't just been made up two weeks before they published all this shit? I think she, I think there was a real person. Okay, because they're like, oh well, there was this, there was a carpenter or someone called Mister Shipton who was married to, yeah, a cave lady, Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you got the her verses there? Well, I've got some. I didn't have them all. Okay. I did watch a YouTube video where a guy was reading them all out. Um, that yeah, was really was that good content? No. Should we replicate that? No, I um I was just scrolling through the the comments while I was doing it. A little bit of background noise for the comments, really. Um, but the first one... The first comment or the first bit of... The first bit of... Um, prediction. Yeah, one of the most famous ones. Um, uh, the world to an end shall come in 1881. Yeah, so I think that's one of the ones that got chucked in there. Yeah, that wasn't hers. Um, that was by the author Charles Hindley, um, who admitted later on that he made it up. But that didn't stop that one. It's popped up over the years right. and any sort of any time you want to predict the end of the world and there's a year ending and one coming up, you just You must fix it up. Yeah, yeah change things around a bit. It's probably not the one you'd want to <laughs> highlight if you want to be talking about how accurate her predictions no, are. You would leave that no. one out. <laughs> um Yeah, what else? Uh, a carriage without a horse shall go. Disaster fill the world with woe. And water iron then shall float. Sorry, and water iron then shall float as easy as a wooden boat. That was or another fake one, I think. Another fakie. <laughs> or an iron boat. But pretty good to predict the, like, iron boats. Yeah. Like proper mm. steel boats back all that time ago. Yeah. Mm. And horseless carriages. Yeah. yeah. A little less impressive when you're doing it when that stuff exists. But anyway. Yeah. Um. So I think a lot of the ones that I found were people reading out her fake ones. Yeah. And going, oh, look at this. Notice no one was really uh, jumping to go to the one about how there'll be like a Jew in in London. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> one. She was leading it on the hard J as well. Well, I mean, she was all right. She's like, there'll be a Jew in London. She's like, it's pretty surprising because I think we all agree that we're not fans of the Jews. It's like, Mother Shipton, I don't know about that. She was born in 1488, so that's yeah. good. Uh, She's know. on brand. Yeah. So, yeah, what did she predict that make people go, whoa? Well, one of the, I mean, there was one of her predictions that saw there'll be lots of people with books around. Everyone will have a book. And people are like, wow, books were pretty expensive back then. It's mm. like, well, yeah, but books are, you know, there's a very popular book that we all love called the Bible. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's just saying there'll be lots of bloody Bibles. Mm. Everyone's, got, everyone's got a book. Yep. No, she's saying we're going to all be carrying it around like we all carry our Kindles around. Did I don't she, have a Kindle, so did I don't. She peer in, you lost your Kindle. Did she peer into the future? Some guy on the train's got your Kindle. Yeah, some guy from the uh, private, whatever, the, the company that handle, handles all the lost luggage and luggage logistics in Australia New Zealand. Right, so someone's bought it at an auction. Probably. The book that I was reading um, was The Mystery of MH... 17. Yeah. Were you reading that on a plane? Yeah. It was actually quite comforting because all <laughs> was the. It? Yeah, because it talks about all the safety measures, all the bits and pieces, and like it was a really good analysis. It was the Australian author that was covering the case. So there's this, all this stuff in the book about how safe planes are. In the book about the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it seems like an oxymoron, but when I like started reading it, knowing that I had a flight coming up and thinking, oh, that's probably not going to be good. And then I was reading it, I'm like, no, actually, I'm feeling pretty reassured right now. Mm. Um, anyway, I, <clears throat> we're not here to talk about that because no. I don't know how it ends. Don't no. spoil it for me. You don't know how the MH17 story ends. <laughs> well, I don't know how the book ends. Um, so, yeah, what stories did she, what bloody, what were her predictions that did come true that make people think of her as a prophet? <sighs> Nothing? Other than the, the Jew in London. This all leads into my theory that she never existed and some dickheads have just made it up. Yeah, that seems to be... The fact that, yeah, the writing didn't appear till 80 years after. Mm. Or there was just a crazy lady. Like, you know how every town has a few people 
quite often one, maybe three or four. Oh, that that lady, yeah. she's probably a witch. Yeah. And then someone's like, oh, I'm going to write down some you know little rhyming couplets. Yeah. Uh, oh, say the, I'll say the witch wrote it and it will be spooky. Yeah, I think there's – I don't know if she actually predicted any of anything that could be – correlated to it but there was like lots of disasters throughout like after her after she died mm. like in the centuries after she died people <laughs> were like oh mother shipton called this one yeah if you go on youtube you'll be like oh mother shipton's 2019 predictions mega quakes yeah it's like <laughs> did she even know what a regular earthquake was <laughs> <laughs> Brexit. Um, do we want to get some youtube comments then yes please uh so according to this commenter she knew about nibiru planet x the great red Dragon. So she thought the great red dragon. One of the predictions I don't know if it's one she made or it was one that's made up uh, was about a great red dragon. So this person's interpreted it as Planet X. Apparently, she must have read it in the Bible. I hope God lets her go to heaven, and I hope He lets her live in a beautiful mansion in heaven. It sounds like she had a rough life on Earth, living in a cave. So I hope born she, in a cave. She has it better in the next life. I guess while that isn't a great comment, it was wishing her well. Yeah. It's positivity. Plus, given where she was located, could the great red dragon not, could she not have just been referring to Wales? Oh, yeah. The was, country, was Wales. Wales a, was the dragon part of Wales at that mm, point? I don't know. England's old as fuck, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite that's old. Probably, yeah. She was, she was lived in England. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, it's much better. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people in the comments were saying it was China or North Korea, uh, others like that. It, there was a, people saying it was comets. People were saying that it may be... Um, someone said the sunset and the sunrise. Yeah. Uh, quite she, red lately. She might have also been... with like St. George, the story of him killing the dragon. Mm. Isn't that related to Wales? Popular thing. Mm. You know it would be good? If the Welsh like rose up and took over everything. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, she called it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. And then everyone had to learn Welsh. Yes. Um, <laughs> How short lived a global domination would it be? <laughs> if they tried to force everyone to learn the Welsh. They're like, no. Um, the next. We, we, we might have learned German. Yeah. We're not learning <laughs> fucking Welsh. Erin uh, Ross, four. Oh, no, sorry. Erin Ross, four months ago. Uh, I think Erin's a liar, or she's been lied to. Ooh. She says, my nan's great, 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 etc. Grandma was Mother Shipton. Ooh, smiley uh, face. She has passed her story down for years. Ooh. She doesn't say what the story is. Like, if she's got the story on the, the inside running and no one really seems to know it, she should be posting it in this comment. Uh, Jimmy Jones, uh, he says, cannibalism is in our future. Oh. I don't know if that was related to what was in the, the list of prophecies. That could just be uh, old Jimmy Jones. <laughs> but yeah, someone, just a classic Jonesy. <laughs> someone else says that... That's uh, comment, though, considering the climate apocalypse that we're about to sustain. That's true. Um, someone else says said something negative and Jimmy Jones pipes up again. <laughs> Enjoy your life, eat, drink, and be happy. Eat what? Uh, hard to say. Uh, saving lives by touching souls, replied to Jimmy Jones, and said, that's being weak-minded. Going into the devil's playground, you fool. Oh. Sad you don't know what to do to be ready. You're not going to be saved. You will be left behind with the rest of the fucked up generation that spreads parties, getting drunk, having sex before marriage. Sick, I should say. What marriage. does this person think God's thinking of dropping F-bombs? Hello, our oh boy, you lost. One, a couple of notable things. One noticeable thing about uh, saving lives by touching souls comment the only capital words and capital letters here are the so like they're saying devils souls but nah the is the thing the. we need to hammer home uh, i checked out saving lives by touching souls youtube yeah uh, a lot of games yeah they're uh, a gamer yeah what are they game. playing bit i didn't of, i got, i think i got distracted um uh, excited for fortnite 2.0 robo uh i'm vaguely aware of You're it you're gonna play that on your playstation one jeez Sorry, I don't have a... Do they have that on your Atari ST? Sorry, I don't have a modern gaming console like you bloody gainfully employed people. Anyway. I'm living hand to mouth here, Cam. You are, you are gainfully employed. <laughs> Go away. Uh, yeah, so that's all I got on Mother Shipton. Yeah, so the basics. I did see a thing about how her cave is... They've, it's apparently a massive tourist trap. 
to go to her cave because they market it as like England's oldest tourist attraction since 1600 and whatever, <laughs> whenever she like was there last, that's when they've gone. That's when it's, that's what it's been popular since. Yeah. And open to the public. So that's the longest tourist attraction in UK. If I was in the neighborhood, I'd maybe check it out. Yeah. I just like there's a big entrance and stuff. Like it's mm, a proper, yeah. as people leave shit there to turn to stone. Mm. That's some of the stone stuff. They were like, teddy bears turned to stone. A bicycle turned to stone. It's like, well, a bicycle's already basically stone. Yeah. What do you think bikes are made out of? They're made out of hard stuff. They're already made yeah. out of minerals, Robbo. I yeah, think you'll but find. Then, all right, fair enough. I'm not going to have a chemical argument if we with were, you. If we were going to do 20 questions and the answer was bicycle, would you say animal, vegetable, or mineral? We'd say mineral. Yep. Mm. I also wouldn't say it's a stone. If I said someone, if you said, if I if I said, is it a stone? And you said no, I'd be like, well, could if be you, a bike. If you track steel back back far enough, though, it's it is or it's rocks. Yeah, yeah. but still not a stone. It's not an animal, right? Um, it's only three things that something mm. can be, right? Um, bloody, you want to go check out a? You want to go check out some of the low key profit caves in England? Not these bloody tourist traps. <laughs> <laughs> you got any tips? Yeah. Tell me off mic, we can... Yeah. There's one, I wish I'd gone to it now that I'm back. I might go next time I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll I'll tell you about it in the next part. I don't want to tell the listeners. No, I don't mind. Oh. I was going to talk about it anyway, but we'll talk about it later. Oh, it was in the next one. No, no, we'll, at the end... We'll We're other, done? Other business. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, let's take a little break and we'll come back and talk about other fun All right, boys, let's talk about Baba Vanga. All right. What is Baba Vanga? Hopefully it's better than the last one. Whoa. <laughs> I uh, mean, no, we didn't know what that was going to, how thin that one was before getting into it. Born Vangelia Pendeva Dimitrova, also known as Baba Vanga. When she was born, so she's Bulgarian. Mm. When she was born, they went outside to ask a stranger what her name should be. Before we go on with this anecdote, I just want to get it clear. Bulgarians have been in the news lately for being incredibly racist. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Cam, finish that anecdote. Uh, they went out and said uh, to a stranger, what should the baby's name be? As is tradition. Is it? Apparently, yeah. It's a dumb tradition. Yeah. Uh, butt face. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, the stranger said, call her Andromaha. Andromach. Yeah. Is the uh, pronunciation, I believe. And uh, they said, thanks for that. A little bit too Greek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a bit of anti-Greek sentiment at the time. Then they went with the second stranger's proposal, which was Vangelia, which is also a Greek name, but apparently one that was popular. Mm. Stop. Well, if Greeks are so unpopular and like you're just trying to go about your day and someone says, hey, name a baby... Don't give it a Greek name. Yeah. Because everyone hates you. Who are all these people who are going around in the midst of anti-Greek sentiment being like, call your baby Spiros. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yep. So what happened then? So they they called her Vangelia Mm -hmm. and that was the end of it. She became a prophet. Where can you find us online? (laughs) She grew up into a young girl. There was... All sorts of drama. Her dad was some sort of soldier. So the good thing about this one is we know that this person existed because she didn't die that long ago. Mm, we've got yeah. video of her. So yeah. she was born in 1911. Mm. Died in like 1996? Mm. Yeah, 96. All right. So she was born in uh, Stramica, which was in the Ottoman Empire. Uh, she was just an ordinary kid. Her dad worked for the internal Macedonian revolutionary organization. Uh, and uh, fought in World War One. Her mother died a little bit after that, which left her basically uh, being looked after by neighbours. Yeah, so I read a one... It was like an essay about her life from the 90s, I think it was written, and it talked about how she was a representation of Bulgarian culture, how 
ladies go through different ages. So, like, when you're a kid, you dress and talk a certain way, and when you grow up, you, that changes. But when she was a teen, because her family, her parents had died, she was looking after the other kids, and they didn't have much money, so the clothes she was wearing were donated. So she was taking to wearing old people's clothes when she was a teen, and then, like, teaching arts and crafts, which is something that... Old people do. Old people do. Um, so it was like, you know, she lived three... The three lives really quickly, so then she could sort of start her prophesizing. Ah, right. Because she, when she got married, because is that the normal fourth stage of being a uh, woman? Yeah, but you need you're, you're, you're a child, you're a young woman, you're an old woman, and then mo- most people die before they become famous prophets. Yeah. So if you accelerate that, yeah, um, she started wearing white before she got married, which is apparently another thing. Well, maybe she wore white when she was married. I hope not after <laughs> Labor Day. And people were like. Um, you know, she probably hasn't, like, done the deed because she's still wearing white and the marriage is hollow. And then someone's like, nah, she did it once. And she <laughs> she they commented on it. She's like, stop bloody talking about my business. <laughs> this is our business. Yeah. How does um, that person know she did it once? Yeah. Confidant, maybe. You see, yeah. You've seen how those girls gossip. <laughs> I've seen Sex in the City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apologies to all of our... Ladies, Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true though. It is true. They love a cup of tea. Yeah, she's a little kid. Mm. She's carrying on being looked after by neighbours and things. Apparently not that well though, because when a tornado comes through, who gets swept up in it? Dorothy style. Who? Only Baba Vanga. Oh. She gets picked up by a tornado and deposited like nearby in a nearby farm. And uh, when she comes out of it, she's only been blinded. So, a bit of wind blindness. Again, I was reading, and it was in this essay. Um, it was actually quite interesting. So, she's gone through again. She's at a quite a young age. She's gone through the traditional female thing of being swept up by a tornado. So there is this thing in, in Bulgarian mythology called um, Samodivi. I think the pronunciation's wrong. Um, and there are fairies who live in peripheral, peripheral areas such as mountains and wild forest that is on the edge of the world. Uh, I think they mean like the the present world. Um, so, you know, between ours and spirituality. Uh, they can be found in springs, waterfalls, especially at twilight. Uh, they're supposed to be very beautiful, unpredictable and temptingly free. It's a weird way to thing to say. I like it though. Uh, most typically they manifest themselves in sudden tornadoes. Ah. So the legend is that she met one of these as she was whipped up into the tornado and came down as one. Oh. Mm. But as a blind one. As a blind yeah. one, yeah. Is that because when you get whipped up by one into a tornado, they, you get its power? Or when she was in the tornado, did she kill it Highlander style and take its power? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. Um, apparently they have their own... Uh, they, they have their own society. They have children but no families. And they have a rather aggressive sexuality, occasionally kidnapping young males but never marrying them. They can That's renew- more than once. Do you uh, notice Robert's little judgmental look when he mentioned that they were single-parent families? No, it didn't make... Uh, have, like, chil- huh? have children but no families. Like, once huh? you have children, you've got a family. Yeah, all right. All right. Like, do they just abandon their children yeah, is what I'm saying. We're keeping an eye on you, Andrew Bolt. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, they can renew their virginity by taking a bath in the springs. They're maidens who have children, take lovers, form families. So now he says they form families. Uh, yeah, so she was apparently became one of them and started prophe- prophesizing. So she gets shipped off to a school for the blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess at some point they're like, oh, someone should probably be looking after all your siblings. So you should be back home. Uh, and then she started making prophecies. Yeah. She started just saying stuff and her friends heard her saying stuff mm. and they're like, oh, she's, she's right. Come, come check it out. Nail on the head. Uh, well, in World War Two, she became very popular. It's from, I have, did you see why she became popular? I know, I saw a lot of people would come to her and be like, Baba Vanga, can you tell me is my, are my relatives alive? You know, cause there's this horrible war going on. But then things like the Tsar is coming to see her. Yeah, I think so. She started. How did, how did she go from the small stage to Tsar level prophesizing? 
I think it was kind of organic, and, and there's some suggestions that she kind of started a cult based around worshipping one particular deity or So saint. organic and word of mouth? Yeah, mm. so like she's worshipping this... You can't buy that sort of publicity. And, no, then, no. and she's sort of doing... Um, no Russian bots. <laughs> With her bloody... We'll, we'll get to them later. Oh. We'll get to them later. Um, but she... Yeah, so I think she started just sort of saying, oh, I'm worshipping this particular saint. And I'm saying things that are probably profound. You know, I've gone through this whole, my, my journey of life. Follow me, people. Come to me. And that's how, yeah, kind of snowballed from there. Um, nothing, she was blind, so she wasn't writing anything down. Um, which I think is where the kind of problem is. Uh, but I read a story from 1995, New York Times. Um, where they said the local people don't believe in her. Uh, this person from New York Times went and, and went to the village and checked it out. So this would have been before she died. Yeah. Um, she just looks at you, asks what, what's wrong, and then repeats phrases she has memorised. A lot of what she says, what she does is for money, and the way she talks is vulgar. She uses words that no woman should, Ooh. especially not a godly person. Ooh. Bit of a foul-mouthed old hag, is she? <laughs> yeah, seems like it. Um, yeah. So yeah, people like she was. She kept on getting visited by celebs. Mm-hmm. Brezhnev went to visit her. Yep. Apparently, she got in a bit of trouble for predicting Stalin's death. Yeah, you said in our group chat she was arrested. Yeah, I didn't find any information about that. No, I think that may have just been in a robot video that I watched. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Russian bots. Uh, there was a famous one where the. Oh, well, we all know Yugoslav actress and singer Silvana mm. Manulic. I read that one. That was pretty freaky. She came to visit her. Mm. She said, uh, Baba Vanga, uh, what's up? Tell me my future. Bit, bit sketchy about it. Uh, Baba Vanga wouldn't speak to her for a long time until finally she said, you do not have to pay. I do not want to speak with you. Not now. Go and come back in three months. As Silvana walked to the door, Baba Vanga said, wait, actually, if you're still alive in three months, come back. Mm. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Mm. Uh, but more creepy than that. Two months later, Silvana died. <gasps> Wouldn't you be a bit more careful if a famous prophet was like, oh. She died in a th- car crash, next right? Next three months are looking yeah. a little sketchy. Yeah, maybe drive a little more carefully. Um, so this was... One of the predictions she made. Uh, do, do we want to hear some others? Is this where we're going now? Yeah, lay, ready some, for this? lay some prophecies on us and so tell the, us if they came true. Because a, they did studies, Bulgarian scientists. Uh, I saw the studies. <laughs> I saw I saw the number um, fluctuated on how accurate she was. But the first one I said she was 80% accurate. I this saw 85%. From, yeah, I, I saw that one. Something. I saw 69. Mm. Hey! hey. Um, so I, we need to get a study on these studies to work out. <laughs> the mean here. Let's say about 75. Yeah. yeah. Which is all right. But no one... Not bad. There was a big uh, citation needed next to each one of these numbers. <laughs> yeah. Because no one said what the studies were. Yeah. It was just... There were studies. Well, I saw Bulgarian scientists. Mm. Men of science. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, and women. And women. Robo. Yeah. Fucking hell. So... <laughs> <laughs> Single mums, now this. Apparently, she foretold a nuclear war from 2010 to 2014. Yep, yep. I remember that one well. Yep, uh, nailed it. <laughs> 1994 FIFA World Cup final would be played between two teams, beginning with the letter B. Yeah, nailed she, it. She fucked that one up. Uh, Bulgaria made it into the semis. Yeah, she was just trying to bloody barrack her own team. They were one, ga- one game away from the prophecy being true. Brazil, yeah. Bulgaria... Brazil, Italy was the end result. Um, she failed to predict that the Bulgaria's royal family and the ruling communist elite of Eastern Europe would be both deposed, even though she was a consultant to both. Yep. You, you hire a bloody prophet and they don't let you know that you're going to be <laughs> thrown out. <sighs> That's a tough conversation, though. Was it just too awkward? Maybe. Um, according to The Sun in the UK, she said... Um, she said that Europe would cease to exist by the end of 2016, and a lot of people were like, oh, Brexit. What? Europe still exists, though, yeah. and yeah. so does the EU. So Brexit hasn't even happened yet. 
Um, she also allegedly, this is a bit of an ooky one. It's, you know, you can see this one as real. Uh, the 44th president of the United States will be an African-American man. Everybody will put their hope in him. Oh. Uh, then she also said it would be the last presidency in the US. Isn't it tr- technically Trump, though? Yeah. He's not African-American. No. A lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, but Trump's technically the 44th because someone else elected twice. twice. Yeah. Um, I'll do a couple more and then I kind of want to get to my problems with these predictions. Yeah. Uh, another one was um, our American brethren will fall after being attacked by steel birds. Uh, well, there's more to that. Yeah, go. The wolves will be howling in a bush uh, and innocent blood will be gushing. George Bush. What's your problem with that, though? We use the word gushing. What? It's weird. I have any problem weird, with that. Weird, Baba um, She also said, a huge wave will cover a big coast covered with people in towns and everything will disappear underwater. The first thing I watched said, she said that specifically about Indonesia. Uh, then everything else said it just, she just said it. Um, and she also said something about Kursk will be covered in water as well. Mm. Kursk being a Russian town, uh, but there was a submarine named the Kursk which sank in 1980. Yeah. When did she make the prediction? Here's the problem. <laughs> 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 so none of the predictions that I've looked up that people have said, and so the, the Obama one's a good one because we can see the internet before and after that prediction pretty well. Yeah. Uh, before and after Obama. I couldn't find, like, you know, you set your search to not search for things after 2008 or whatever. Yeah. Could not find any mention of that prediction at all. Before he was Yeah, president. before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come 2012, uh, that prediction's everywhere. Uh, the 1995 New York Times thing makes no mention of that, makes no mention of uh, American brethren being killed in the September 11th. Okay, I think the the American one might be real. Well, I do have a date on that. Well, 19- no, but in 1995, they're not going to be like, she fucking called 9-11 because they would have put it in and then the editor would be like, guys, that's six years from now. Yeah, but if you're a New York Times reporter going and visiting this, you'd be like, oh, what have they said about America? You know, you'd think you'd mention the American stuff in an article that would... That would you've got to localise your stories, Cam. I, th- I think the 9-11 one is... It's well cited that she okay. said it. Here's the thing, though. This it's is my still problem. very vague. This is my problem with it. Okay, this is they're saying this is about 9/11. Horror, horror! The American brothers will fall after being attacked by the steel birds. The wolves will be howling in a bush, and innocent blood will be gushing. Steel birds, clearly, many planes. Mm. American brothers, clearly, the twin towers. Bush, clearly Bush. Mm. It's 1989. Gushing, clearly gushing. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's 1989, right? Yeah. She's not making this prediction in 1689 when you'd be like, oh, she doesn't know what a fucking plane is. Yeah. She yeah. just thinks it's some sort of crazy steel bird. Yeah. She no, won't. Yeah. It's like Bush is president in 1989. <laughs> so next to my comment for that one, when I wrote down a 1989 FFS, for fuck's sake, <laughs> that same reaction as you of like, she knows she lived through two wars. I think she could see through one of them at least. There's planes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So speak properly. We don't make prophecies at all. Yeah. Steel birds. Maybe she was talking about some bloody full bird generals. Oh, yeah. That's good. Transformers. Yeah. Birds. What? Laser beak. You know how, like, so transformers are made from some sort of steel. And they could transform into birds. So if there's a transformer situation... Can they? Laser beak does. Okay. And I'm sure there's like sub-body... There's a little VW Beetle. There's other like different versions of transformers, right? Like different timelines. Beast Wars. Yeah. There's birds in the mix birds somewhere. Beast Wars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. Beast Wars was shit. You can at me. I don't care. Fight <laughs> <you>. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the Barack Obama one especially, I, I re- really thought I can find this before you cannot find this before because mm. when i saw that one i'm like okay no nah, fair play hard to dispute this specifically african-american man um she also made a lot of predictions about um islam taking over 
Yeah. Um, and I found a news.com.au article uh, that was talking about um, all these quite like these were, you know, she was accurate. Mm. This is from 2015. Uh, the chilling prophecies warn of a 2016 invasion of Europe by Muslim extremists. A conflict she predicted would begin with the Arab Spring in 2010 player in Syria where Muslims would use chemical warfare against Europeans and culminate in the establishment of a caliphate by 2043 with Rome as its epicentre. Uh, news.com.au don't just don't push weird conspiracy theories that the Muslims are taking over. Yeah. That's super racist. So, and that's also like that the conspiracy theory of Arabia that Europe will be taken over by Muslims is like an established far-right conspiracy theory. Yeah. Is this even something that she has come up with or is this something... Because well, I noticed that Baba Vanga gets... The brand gets pushed onto a lot of things because she built up that amazing word of mouth. Yeah. And people think, oh, if we can just get into that. Well, so she also... They had a timeline of predictions. And again, I don't know where this came from because she didn't write anything down. It was all word of mouth. Um, and also, she didn't write anything down. She was blind, right? Yeah. yeah. Just buy her a little bloody micro cassette recorder. Yeah, they had those. Yeah. Um, so in twenty, uh, so twenty twenty three, the Earth's orbit will change. Now, in a lot of these, um, this timeline of predictions that goes through to like the year three thousand or whatever, they've just kind of left them. What happens in the year three thousand? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's we all, we all die, but we'll, everything on the planet will die, but we'll get out of here. Yeah. How but, wrong is she that she thinks we're going to last another yeah. thousand years? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the author of this this piece has made a little authorial comment on some of these. So the Earth the Earth's orbit will change, and the authorial comment is, nobody really knows what this means. It's pretty clear. I think it's really clear. Um, another one, man uh, man made sun. This is in twenty one hundred. Will illuminate the dark side of the planet. And then in brackets, this is already in the pipeline. Since 2008, scientists have been working on creating an artificial sun using nuclear fusion technology. Which scientists? I don't know. Stop it. So this is... Uh, I'm I assu- would say stop it. I'm assuming this was in the Herald Sun at some point. This wasn't like a wire story. Uh, yeah, really, really bizarre article, even for the incredibly already racist and problematic news.com.au. If you're listening to this and you are a scientist working on the second sun, stop. There's, oh, already, there's already one sun. And we get it half the day. <laughs> Everything's built around not having two suns. You sleep when the sun goes goes to bed. What happens when if it the puts sun, this little nightcap out? What happens on, if, if the sun should be extinguished? And the moon comes up. If the sun gets extinguished, yes, we'll need a second sun. I think, though, the process So you is, don't want to have it in the back pocket just ready to go? All right, okay, you've convinced me, actually. Um, I think one of the problems, though, if the sun does get extinguished, the first step of that is exploding or expanding rapidly and engulfing the Earth. Mm. So we'd have to be really quick with our second sun (laughs) and also some sort of shield. Yeah, all right. Um, But there's no mention of a shield in this. No. Uh, Yeah, so coming back to your point, a lot of racists seem to be... uh, Down with the Vanga. Yeah. DTV. And it's probably, as we said, Bulgaria does have some issues with race. Oh. I mean, it's true. There's this is, yeah, I suppose so. Two different stories about that very issue in the news at the moment. Been to Bulgaria. How was it? Grim. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it grim? It's just everything's fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the, pretty cooked. The cities, like, I was in Plovdiv, which is apparently like won some award for like the most culturally awesome place in Europe mm. and it's beautiful the actual city centre of Plovdiv the little village part is gorgeous it's like a little thing there's all the like shops and cafes and but you go like just outside of that and every building is fucking like a shambles and ruined and there's like you drive around we went around in a taxi just going past massive apartment buildings that just have no windows they're just fucked right they're, you know, obviously at some point the place was belonged to the Russians, right? <laughs> and that's all gone into ruin. Mm. And like, it's just still in ruin. Uh, if any Bulgarians are listening to this, uh, apologies for us ripping on your country so much. Well, yeah. It seems um, like it's... it's. I mean, obviously there it's, you know, I think it's a second world country. Mm. 
and it's not hasn't done that great over time and it, as from my coming from a very lovely Australian you know growing up mm. driving around in a cab it was pretty fucking grim mm. Mm. yeah my understanding is that the Bulgarian people except for the racist ones of which there are a lot are lovely people mm. Mm. And but also it's like just corruption is completely endemic. Mm. I think I got my card skimmed there. Oh yeah, I've had my scar- card skimmed in New Zealand twice. Yeah, well, yeah. well New Zealand I would just mm. put in the same sort of grim category. Have I told you my card skimming story in Bulgaria? No. Went to a subway to get a sandwich. Yeah. And I was. Oh, they got subway in bloody Bulgaria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in Sofia in the capital, so it's a big smoke. And uh, I was getting ready to pay, and some bloke walked in off the street. Went behind the counter, dressed in like a uh, traditional gangster like tracksuit, <laughs> right? <laughs> like what you would imagine a Eastern European gangster to yeah, look like. Yeah. Walked in in a tracksuit behind the counter, past the staff member who didn't bat an eye, and come to where the cash register was to do my payment. And I was like, "Oh yeah, just my card." And he like reached under the counter and pulled an F Plus machine out. And I've just gone, "Yeah, whatever." And I've done my payment. And then gone and ate my subway and stuff. Then when I went back to Australia, they were like, oh, someone skimmed your card in Bali. I was like, never been to Bali. He's like, oh, well, someone in Bali was trying to use your card to get out all this money. And I'm like, I was trying to think back to all the, and I was like, I bet you that's what it was. I, I bet you that Eastern European gangster skimmed my card <laughs> with his dodgy FOS machine. Who could it be? Could it be the gangster that walked off the street into the store and took my card? Yeah. That's what I would be assuming it was. Jokes on them, though. I had like literally no money in the bank. That's how they got caught because they were trying to take a lot of money out of my account. Oh, wow. Good crime. Yeah. Apologies to the victim of the crime. Thank you. you. Yeah. But, but it was funny. A vic- it was a victimless crime, to be fair. Yeah. In fact, they were the real victims because yeah. I've gone to all this effort to steal your money and you didn't <laughs> have any. None. Good subway in Bulgaria? Yeah. Same, same as everywhere. Mm. Mm. I did like going to Bulgaria it was good it was a cool country you said it was I've, grim yeah well, it's grim it's but cool, like grim. it was cool to be there yeah. I guess you're into metal so it's kind of like yeah, yeah it's like yeah. Batman I Ooh. saw a Devon Townsend concert there in this ancient Roman amphitheatre thing oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah that sounds cool yeah almost broke my neck falling down some stairs but that's alright that's another story Bulgaria a land of contrasts it yeah. is uh, you wanted to talk about Russian bots yeah. well so yeah that's kind of a lot of these theories that i found a lot of the first websites to publish them were russian websites yeah um russian names first published around the time of obama and presidency uh you said you saw a robot voice video yeah well there were so many robot voice videos and they were all like brexit's going to happen all of these things are going to happen that sort of fit narratives i guess yeah the whole the fact that we know russian Russia have done all these things to try and destabilise the Western world. I will say, different robot voices. It wasn't just the one robot voice. Okay. They were mixing it up a little bit. Well, there you go. There was like a lady vo- lady robot. I know the lady robot like, voice. That's nice. Trying to make you think that it's real people. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, one of the uh, YouTube vids I watched, actually, speaking of Russia and Bulgaria, um, the comments, I bloody love the comments, as you know, uh, people were really upset because the I was watching the television show Ancient Aliens was what I was watching. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I don't think I noted them down. Anyway, people were really upset that uh, in Ancient Aliens, the voice they did for Baba Vanga's voice was too much of a Russian-sounding accent and not Bulgarian. Ah. So, like, so many of the comments were like, "What the hell is that accent? We don't sound like that." And other people are like, ah, come on. <laughs> kind of, it's kind of not really the point of the whole thing. Yeah. Nah, nah. Like, it was a whole thing back and forth in the... Uh, you know, if you're watching Ancient Aliens about a prophet uh, with clearly made up prophecies that have no basis in fact... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Also, Ancient You're playing Aliens the wrong ball. Fucking stay in your lane. Well, so in there they said that she would see shimmery, shimmering beings okay, that's all right. that some may think might have been aliens. Couldn't find that really anywhere else as well. I feel like ancient aliens are like, oh, we're short on content. Yeah. We're in season three or whatever. There's only so many ancient aliens. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
let's just pretend that maybe she might have seen an alien. Who's fact-checking this? No one's going to say anything about how incorrect we get things. Little did they know they got their accents super wrong. Have you guys seen the show Secret the Secret of Oak Island or whatever it's called? No. Oh, I think I've seen it come up recently on Netflix. Fuck. Watched the start of it and I was like, this is really good. Ooh. It's about a pit on some island called Oak Island that people dug down and found all these like platforms at every sort of 10 yards or whatever. And they found little bits and pieces of stuff on each level. Mm. And there was like this, there was a myth on the island about some sort of buried pirate treasure from years ago that's there. And they found this hole and they went down there like, oh, there's all these weird platforms down there. So this bloke was digging and digging and digging. Suddenly he hits some sort of booby trap and a, there had been a chute dug down to the side of the thing, flooded with water. Oh. Everything's just flooded now. But it's still there. And there's a team of guys who are trying to excavate the tunnel and find out what the deal with all this shit is. So I watched the first few episodes and I was like, this is sick. I can't wait to see what's happening. And then I ha- managed to look online and it's up to like season seven. Mm. I'm like, they're never going to fucking find what's in this thing. <laughs> and I was so angry. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch seven series of it. Yeah. You've really got to be keeping it interesting each episode yeah. to keep you coming back. Uh, is each episode just them digging? Yeah, and finding stuff. And, and they find stuff out in the water that could be the entrance to the tunnel that was dug to flood the thing. And there's it looks like there's, there's a cool... Whatever's going on there is cool. But fucking seven seasons, guys. Wait till you wrap it up and then yeah. just condense it. Condense it into one good fucking three-part miniseries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Baba Vanga. Baba Vanga. Now, Salty. Yes. You're actually related to a prophet. I have a prophet somewhere back in my family tree. Mm. Do you want to hear about him? Of course. So my family name on my mother's side is Peden. P-E-D-E-N. Yep. Fucking can. What was that? Nothing. I think... uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 2019, we're being nice to do you want to Do you want to say that again? Because we don't have to edit out Cam's nah. very immature laugh. No, nah, let's leave it in there. Uh, I think the the name used to be spelled like P-E-T-H-E-I-N and over the years it's just been dumbed down to Peden. Yeah. But um, back somewhere along the line was a fella called Alexander Peden. He lived in the 1600s uh, around Ayrshire, mm-hmm. which is where my family is from in Scotland. Um, anyway, he was a Presbyterian minister, so he had a church and he was unfortunate enough to live around the time when I think James II was like, Hey, all you other churches can get fucked because the only church is the church of England and everyone has to be in that church. And if you're not in that church, get ready for the the thing we're going to call the bloody time of killing. Well, that's what it's called now. The age of killing, I think it's called. Where basically a- anyone who was of any other religion was persecuted. And and like mm. so people like Alexander Peden mm. had to basically either renounce his church or get running. Mm. Not a great age. No, not a great age to be mm. around, to be a Presbyterian. But um, he was like... A, he said a lot of stuff in his time that people felt was kind of prophecy-like. Mm. He um, Was this in the lane of the Presbyterian minister to be predicting the future? Are they supposed to just be sticking to the book? Well, who knows? Oh, if you're seeing, Presbyterians are pretty bloody progressive, aren't they? If you're seeing... If you are getting prophecies coming to you... I suppose yeah. you've got to share them. Yeah. You're selfish yeah. otherwise. Anyway. So, you sit on your hand on that kind of info. One of the things that he said was he was talking... To, there was a woman whose husband was sick mm-hmm. and he went to her and said... Look, you've got to. Uh, he said a bunch of this stuff about you know looking after him and praying and stuff, but keep this keep a sheet nearby for something or other because by X amount of time you're going to be saying goodbye. Oh, he only blew up and died. Wait, so he predicted that the sick person was going to. Well, die. I don't think he was very sick. Okay, and I think he might have recovered, uh. but then he died, and she had the sheet that he had told her to get ready. Wrapped her up. But anyway, he... That's the worst 
thing you could go to your priest for. Oh, my husband's a little bit sick. He's like, yeah. fucking, <laughs> get that death sheet ready. You might want to dig a hole. So Wednesday next week, shall we <laughs> lock this in? So um, anyway, when he was told that he had to denounce his religion or whatever, he apparently closed his church up and banged three times on the door and said, no other man will enter this place under God. And no one ever did. The place, everyone just kept clear of it. No one went back in there. And I think he eventually went back there. But... Thus making himself a liar. No, well, other no. men. Other men. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, fair enough. It's like, this yeah. is my place. Yeah, right. For God. Only me. Yeah, fair everyone enough. Else okay, and so. everyone's like, well, we don't really need to go to the Presbyterian church that doesn't have a minister. <laughs> so. um, anyway, so he, he um, took off and become a bit of a bloody outlaw minister. Took off into the wilderness and started preaching to like secret congregations in the the woods. Taking it underground, Scotland, yeah. Or yep, carry on. Scotland and Ireland. Anyway, wasn't doing any sex preaching. This is exactly where I was going. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know about the congregation in the woods in the time of Rasputin. Yeah, no, nah, there's no fuck suck circles going. <laughs> okay, on. it's just pure Presbyterian spreading the the word of the Lord. Sure, but um, he got chased by the authorities constantly. And so what he did was he developed himself a mask that he would wear when he was trudging along the hills. I'll show you a picture of it. It's in a Scottish museum now. He um, would wear this or he would have someone wear this mask as a decoy. Ah, it's like an MF Doom situation. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was Peden's mask. Huh, that's uh, somewhat terrifying. Yeah, we should make that the graphic of the the podcast. Yeah, creepy prophet mask. Anyway, he um, apparently one of the stories of his great powers was they were running across the hills and the bloody the lawmen were coming near them. So Alexander stopped and said, "Lord, protect us!" And a mist rose, covering them, and they escaped. Anyway, he got arrested eventually. All right. I, th- I thought you were going to say one of the stories was he was surrounded by lawmen and he put on his mask and pulled out some maracas and got everyone to do, do a little cha-cha. What's that? It's the mask. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, right. But um, he got arrested <laughs> and sent... Pr- I think people will get my mask. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, no, I don't think so either. Nah. No one has seen the mask for 20 years. Maybe if you'd said he put his mask on and went, somebody stop me. There we go. That's the mask. Anyway. (laughs) My one was relevant because he he is surrounded by the police and he gets to run to do a big conga line. How recently have you seen the mask? Everyone loves it, mate. How how recently have you seen the mask? He sings a whole song. Answer the question. I don't know. A couple months ago. (laughs) Does it hold up? I've been curious about watching it. Ah. it does okay. I don't think they get into any weirdly problematic areas. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he was arrested and sent to a place called the Bass Rock, which was like a prison rock mm. island. And then he got shipped from there to back to England, and they were going to ship him off to America to the colonies, to the plantations. Bloody renegade priest, get over to America. Mm. But when they took him on the prison ship and transferred him to the American prison ship, the American prison ship captain was like. What, what's, what are we shipping you over there for? And he's like, I'm a priest and they don't like my religion. And he just went, click, click, unlocked, off you go. That's oh. bullshit. Get out of here. All right. Let him free. So he fucked off to Ireland and banged around a bit, come back to Scotland. And this is where the cave comes into it. So in near where my family's from, along the side of a river, there's a cave, which is where Peden the prophet lived until he was an old man. Oh. And you can go there. It's, I think it's pretty hard to get to. Oh, I was going to say, did you go there? No, no, I wanted to, but it's a bit out of the way. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he lived in a cave. And then he was like, that's it. I think my life's up. So he left his cave, went back to town, to his brother's house. I was like, g'day, bro. Died. Right. He brother, foresaw his own death. His brother would have been like... <laughs> You, you, you After living as an old man in the cave, he's like, I think I'm going to die soon. <laughs> yeah, no, he said, I think I'm going to die very soon. I'm going to go to my brother's house. And he died. Then they buried him and the lawmen were like, that's not good enough. Dig him up because we've got to make a fucking 
a symbol of this guy because he broke the law for so long. Mm. They were going to hang him, hang his dead body by these gallows. A little unnecessary. But the the lord of the town was like, no, nah, you're not doing that. Nah, that's weird. So they buried him at the gallows. But the people of the town revered him so much that they were like, okay, well, that gallows hill is now our new burial place. Oh. So now the town's burial place is around there. There you go. We can maybe learn more about also this. Also convenient for just general gallows business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so, I can see them carrying corpses across town. Just move the gallows a few degrees yeah. around each time and dig a hole underneath. Uh, you can, yeah, just Google Peden the Prophet. There's heaps of him. Did heaps he make about him other prophecies besides the ones that you mentioned? Which, they're okay, Salty, but uh, could, have you got anything better for me? Oh, uh, look... Nothing I can pull out of my ass really quickly. I haven't bloody looked into him that much in recent years. I've got a book about him at home somewhere. But yeah. Sorry if my uh, prophet family member is not prophetical enough yeah. for you guys. But no, was, I enjoyed it. Well, I know Robbo enjoyed it. I was it. looking for more info. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was looking for more nah. info too. But I'm just... Some of his prophecies were like, this sick person's going to die. This old man that is me is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright yeah. Good stuff Salty Thanks for bringing some original material Into this right. podcast I yeah. think I'm going to try and make A reproduction of that mask One of my questions Are you going to try and make that mask Yeah I am hmm. Look forward to it I did say, also say I was going to make a Fiji mermaid Which I never have Hey oh. Add it to the to-do list Yeah Summertime's coming up Yep And when I'm running from project. the war Yeah I want a bloody horrific mask to put on So they don't know who I am. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of like the first leather face, really. <laughs> he was. The mask is creepy. Look on look on our social somewhere. We'll have this mask and you'll say, fair enough. And Cam, you were right to make a reference to the mask. Uh, where can they find us online, Robbo? At typothetalinstitute.com. Yeah, I can never remember. Salty. Yeah, our salty. Salty, where can they find us online? Uh, hypothepod.com will take you to this this podcast. Good. Uh, cookedunits.com will take you to some merch. We have some new merch up there, but we don't think we've even mentioned it on socials or anywhere. Oh, yeah, check it out. We've got um, some proper Gippsland Dark swag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you want to get into the Gippsland Dark and show that you understand that the darkest thing yeah. is, is not... Dark and Gippsland. It's not yeah. Black 3.0. It's not, it's not the Black Hole. Nothing. No. It's Gippsland Dark. So there's the proper Gippsland Dark gear. Yep. And there's the Gippsland Panther response team gear. That's good. I will just say, it does get very dark in Gippsland. Yeah. In those dark Gippsland roads. Anyway. Well, we know. What? Yeah, that's why we've got fucking merch about it. Yeah, Wait, I feel like the did mer- you just Gippsland Dark explain? The merch is us? a little sarcastic dig at me. So if you, if you, the listener, want to have a little sarcastic dig in me too, get this pretty cool merch. I don't think it was... I completely forgot where it no. originated. I just thought we were all in on the, the joke. No, you don't believe that it's dark and Gippsland. Oh, no, I just thought it was a fun bit. I'm going to take yeah. you out there. You're so serious about this. Sorry, yeah. Cam. We didn't mean to insult Gippsland. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm from out of the city. I know how dark it gets. Yeah, but you're not from Gippsland. You don't know how dark it gets. No, but I've been Gee, out... Gee, I didn't realise this whole places. time that... That yeah, you not were, as dark as Gippsland. That you thought this whole bit that we were doing is a, is a shot at you. I think if you listen back to the original thing, you'll discover that it is a shot at me. But anyway, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash hypothepod. Thank you very much to Tammy, our cooked 30, a $30 sponsor. Yeah. Thanks, eat, Tammy. Eat some drinks. New episode just went up. Yep. Uh, Another one will be up shortly. I'll do the mustard. Yeah, excellent. With a recipe from one of our listeners. Mess money. Yeah, thanks for the recipe. It was Bloody delicious. And yeah. like, I'm not just saying that. That's added into oh, my little really good. repertoire of cooking now. I can't say anything about it because they didn't save me any. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, well. you got to do what you got to do, eh? Yeah. You could have come and just come over while we were filming. Uh, Robbo, where can they find you? At Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com for beer stuff. And cake bottle can available in every good discount bin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bloody Cam's been having shots at me over my book lately. 2019, the year of being nasty friends. Like, unnecessary, like, <laughs> shots out of nowhere. Just, like, the cover of my book. Yeah, I didn't choose the photo, and I don't like the photo. But <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Some days wake up, there's a bloody knife in my back. Check did my you, messages. Did you buy Robbo's book, Cam? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Salty, where can I find you? So where can people find you? I meant to buy I'm it. I'm just going to put it out there. I haven't bought it either. I apologise. That's all right. 
but I did come and work at your book launch. Yeah. I, f- I figure that's like, I've got my, I've done my hours yeah. f- around the book. I came to your book launch. No. You oh no, I just went to a, someone else's book launch that you came to. Yeah, we went to your friend's book launch. <laughs> yeah. You, you went to someone that you, you see as a better friend than me's book launch, it seems. I bought his book. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Salty, where can I find no you? No one bought my book. Oh. At Saltmarsh At Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter And Salt- Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook Check out Toe Harder on Patreon Mike's sick at the moment so he's not recording anything But I just released a song on our Patreon What? Yep, can we bloody put, can OG we your, banger Can we put your song at the end of the podcast? Potentially it's, I can make some conspiracy lyrics to it It's uh, It's got lyrics Oh I didn't know that yeah. I didn't think you put any on it It's a song about a robot or a computer You can choose mm. That's coming to the end of its life Lamenting about the fact that it didn't have human emotions, huh. but, at the, but at the same time, not realizing that it's become self-aware in the fact that it's thinking that. Yeah. Whoa! Could be a Russian robot too. Wow! Uh, you can find me. At I don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Sex Armor on Twitter and gather at me for the many other podcasts and places where you find it. That's all. Thanks, Salty. Thanks, Luke. Smoke. Don't worry about a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry about a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman And you're just blind if you can't see the What did you